WQEE 9.1 FM, The Key, home of Southern Sports and Talk, Noonan, Sharpsburg, Franklin. On your mark, get set, let's go. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Mister, will you please wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up? Good morning, Kevin Durant. You should have never left California. This bronze sexual upset me in oh, having no. to bring this a teenage idiot from Wisconsin into a sports conversation. Are you really surprised that the Cowboys are giving up on Ezekiel Elliott? Whoa, hell no. Well, no one cares about baseball. Bitch, are you for real? Here we go. Good morning. Welcome to the how do I title this? Yeah. It's a Tuesday. The the We Are in Morning Tuesday edition. That works. Or I should say, or 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 one of us is in morning edition. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. People expect if people expect me to be considering a certain free agent deal, but I'm not in morning. Mm, not necessarily the one that was dealt. The one that's coming. <laughs> well, why would I be in mourning about that? That's Cole Johnson, Snowman here. Oh, Welcome sorry. to the Tuesday edition of Snowman yes. in the Morning. Glad to have y'all with us. Uh, I'm actually in studio this morning. Mm-hmm. Not on the road yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So let's get started. All right. Well, we're not doing a rip around today because we figured there's so many things that I know Snowman wants to talk about. I basically just laid the road and rolled the red carpet out for him to just simply go. Let me see. So we don't even have to play this ad nauseum. No, because I would say probably half the show is going to be this. You do me much honor, sir. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, let's go to the feedback zone presented by Fanatics. Good morning to you, Hawk TV, and we go to Chicago. Good morning, one and all. Let's get into the sports news. Victor, morning, man. And, uh, morning, Hawk TV. I'll let you, I'll let you lay the first one out. Okay. We'll all right. So now we get to say goodbye. If you're a Forty Nine ers fan, to Jimmy Garoppolo and. Yep. Many in 49 Nation are probably saying good riddance. Some aren't. But he now is no longer 49er. He now is a Raider. And he reunites with Josh McDaniel because, of course, Garoppolo was a Patriot. And Josh McDaniel was for a long time the office coordinator for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So the person who talked about this deal spoke on amenity because the agreement can't be finalized technically until tomorrow. That's when the new NFL season begins. Uh, 
but the contract is for three seasons, close to $68 million. Half of that is guaranteed. And he replaced Derek Carr, of course, who left the team last month and after spending did. nine years with the team, and now he's with the Saints. Yep. All right, so now I will ask these two questions of you, and you can take them however you want, and you can go however long you want. All right. How do you think the Raiders are going to be now with Garoppolo at starting uh, quarterback position? And what do you what do you think is going to be the immediate future of the 49ers? Well, the Raiders will be fine with Garoppolo at the starting quarterback position as long as Josh McDaniels ain't calling the plays. Oh. Ouch. But see, the problem is he's the head coach of the team, so more than likely he's going to have a lot of sway if he doesn't call the plays. He's going to have a lot of sway in, in what's being called, but I do agree with you there. If Josh McDaniels is not calling the plays and they bring in an offensive coordinator, they will actually be dangerous. Because Josh McDaniels has his hand in the pie too damn much. Brendan yeah, that's Brendan failing anyone. That's what that's what uh, sunk him in Denver when he had his first head coaching job, and so far that's what looks like it's sinking him in this one. I mean, you had you had Derek Carr as your quarterback, mm-hmm. okay, and you had the team coming and- off of a playoff appearance. Yeah, but and then they hired Josh McDaniels, and now I hate to say this about a quarterback uh, about a quarterback that I've adored, you know, especially since he was in San Francisco. But that's a sinking ship. It's unfortunate. Allegiant but... Stadium is going to sink, and I hate saying this out yeah, loud. I hate saying this out loud, but it's a sinking ship. As long as Josh McDaniels is the head coach of the Los Angeles Raiders. The Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders. Thank you, Cole, for that. Oh, no problem. It's a sinking ship. It's a sinking (sighs) ship. And how? Remind me of your second question. Okay, so Garoppolo's gone. Uh, He he was, of course. Supposed to be the guy that was going to bring the bring the 49ers a chip. He got them to the dance. He didn't complete the deal. Right. And his his stay there was marred with I won't necessarily say controversy, but it was marred with, I guess, a checkered understanding of mm-hmm. Yeah, but and we, we we talked many years about this. Yeah, and I what I mean by yeah, but the yeah but is yeah, he can win, but he doesn't put the put forth the fancy football stats. Yeah, he took the team to a Super Bowl bid, but he didn't close the deal. Yeah, he took the team to the NFC Championship game two years later, but he didn't close the deal. Yeah, he did pl- uh, plug in the hole and had the 49ers start last year down the right road to prosperity, but he got injured. So... I guess I'll, I'll throw in an extra question there. I, I, I asked, what, how do you think the 49ers will be going forward? But looking back first, if you were to give Garoppolo a grade as a 49ers QB, what would it be? A minus. Okay. He's I think that's a, I think it's a won, fair assessment, yeah. He won 70% of his games. He ran the offense the way Kyle Shanahan wanted him to. All right. The only thing that stopped him was injury, part one. 
part two, you take those yeah butts and shove them straight up your asses. Because when Jimmy Garoppolo played with San Francisco, he won, period. He won 70% of his games. But unfortunately, you make a true point that all the yeah butts <clears throat> that accompanied him to San Francisco from New England was there with him in San Francisco are now going to accompany him to Vegas. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's like there are I can't believe I'm going to say this. There are some 49er fans that are like Cup fans and they're never satisfied. There are also some 49er fans that are like a certain group that we talk about on Wednesdays and they're never satisfied. <sighs> I hate to say this to you, man. Um, look, Forty Nine Nine Nation is cool. I, I, I you know, for, I love the Forty Nine Faithful, Faithful to the Bay, and all that. I think it's great. I think the fandom is yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. But there is a there is a good good mini section of you all, and I don't really group you in here. But there's a mini good section of you all that I hate to I hate to say it is sort of it's sort of it's like Lakers fan. And Yankees fan, just impatient. You got to win all the time. You got to win now. And even if the guy who is on top and gave you gave you that prosperity is there, but shows you a little crack mm-hmm. of inconsistency or even fail, you got to replace him. Going back all the way to when we were in high school, you remember the 1987 year, the 49ers went 14-2, just ran rough shot over everybody. And then they met up with Aaron Carter putting forth the best performance I think I've ever seen a wide receiver have in a playoff game, which comes, yeah. 221 yards at Candlestick Mm -hmm. Park, and many people were calling Montana's game into question. Mm -hmm. And remember, and remember, at the half. Mm-hmm. And remember, Montana got replaced by Young in the second half, and then all of a sudden that sparked the, well, we should start Steve Young for a full year oh, yeah. after that. A full year. A full year. And Bill Walsh wasn't hearing the noise. Mm-hmm. Kudos to the late, great Bill Walsh. Yeah. Because you know, because the very next year, the 49ers won the Super Bowl, and who was quarterback? Montana. Montana. It, it's And you, you went right where I was going to go. It, it's the Montana... Young controversy, which really wasn't a controversy all over again. I mean, Bill Walsh said it wasn't a controversy. Steve Young said it wasn't a controversy. When Steve mm-hmm. Young got there, he said Montana's the king, period. Mm-hmm. I'm learning from the best. Steve Young said, I'm learning from the best. Okay? And unfortunately for Jimmy Garoppolo, now he gets to learn from no one because he's thrown into a sinking ship. And I'll repeat my statement that I said at the top of the show. Jimmy Garoppolo, God bless you. He's going to be fine with the Raiders, dot, dot, dot. As long as Josh McDaniels is not calling the plays. So, yeah, to me, I think that that's where the trouble comes. Because remember last year. Yeah. Oh, we, we don't have to worry about Jimmy G. We got Trey Lance. You know. Yeah. That's the that's the issue I have with 49ers fan. Not not all of you, but a good section of you. And I'm gonna cuss. <laughs> and I wish I wouldn't I wish I wouldn't speak in fact here, but I mean it's, it's, you know it better than me because you're a Niners fan, so We base our show on facts, my man. Yeah. Okay, we base our show on facts. And, yes, I have been a 49er fan since 1981. I've seen seen the downs, okay? Mm -hmm. I call it like I see it. Been doing it since 1995 as a sports talk host. 
And it wouldn't be fair for me to say all glowing things about Jimmy Garoppolo without highlighting two simple facts. One, he was often injured. And to me, I think that is the biggest That's the biggest negative. That's the biggest negative to me. That's his fatal flaw. Right. One, he was often injured. Two, he did get to the big games but didn't close them. And that's not just a Garoppolo deal. That's a team. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I never put it all on Garoppolo. I mean, that's exactly why I never put it all on him. And like I said, I'm going to cuss. These 49er fans, these chunk of 49er fans that you speak of remind me of brown sexuals. Mm-hmm. They want to give him all the glory, but in reverse, <laughs> give him all, give of the all the blame. <laughs> Am I making sense here? Plenty. So, good luck to Jimmy G. Love you. Yeah. But now, you're in a position where you're not going to be in charge. Yeah, because uh, the 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 understanding of how uh, Kyle Shanahan ran the offense with Garoppolo. It was a tandem thing. It was a tag team thing. Similar to, uh, and I know you'll love this comparison, Mike Shanahan and John Elway. Yep. Yeah, Mike Shanahan and Steve Young. When Mike Shanahan was the offensive coordinator in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah that relationship was similar. The, the only reason why the only reason why I uh, I, I I put Shanahan and Elway is because Shanahan was the head coach of the Broncos, right? And he led Elway to two Super Bowls. Yeah, and he led yeah led Elway to two Super Bowl championships, and Elway had a lot of sway and influence as to how that offense moved. Mm-hmm. And Mike yeah. loved it, but Mike also, you know, he 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 imparted he taught a lot of things into Elway, and Elway absorbed it to where yeah. they were like one mind and. Shanahan and Garoppolo seem to have that type of relationship. Yeah, now it's not going to happen in Vegas. I mean, it's not going to be because of the fault of Garoppolo. Garoppolo is going to suit up and play. All right? He's going to suit up and play. But like Brendan Staley in San Diego, look who is calling the plays. And more to the point, look who is running the team coach-wise. Yeah, and so that is the key to me. If if they can, if Garoppolo can impart into Josh McDaniel, look, you don't have to micromanage every single doggone thing. We can we can roll in this now. Look, I know that you want to do some things, call some plays. You want to have certain strategies. I understand that you're the head coach, not just the offense coordinator. You're the head coach. You want to see certain things certain ways. I get that. I've been in I've been in a couple of these uh, quarterback rooms. One of them, you was in it with me. Mm-hmm. So I understand how you roll, but respect how I roll. Now I have a now I have an NC championship under my belt. So mm-hmm. l- let's do this He's and hear and hear me and and hear me in doing this because I have gone further without you than you have gone without me. Mm-hmm. And now that they're they're together, they're going to butt heads. I mean, this is an early, 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 early prediction, but they're going to butt heads because Josh McDaniels wants to have his hand in everything. Jimmy Garoppolo just wants to run the offense the way it's supposed it's supposed to run. And Garoppolo, when he he- when healthy, got spoiled in the Shanahan system. Yeah, and the, he got, the thing he, he got spoiled. And here is the big thing: 
here is the big thing. You know what Garoppolo could lean on that he won't be able to lean on in Vegas? A running game. Hmm. And that is the that that is the X factor to me. They have a good running back of Josh Jacobs. So it's not as if they don't have the guy to do it. Right. They have the guy to do it, and they have other backs under Jacobs that can have them have a strong running game. But, but watch this. They're going to have Garoppolo throw 35 times a game. What have, yeah. you always, what have you always said about Jimmy G? We'll highlight this before we go to break. What have you always said about Jimmy G in the Shanahan system? He didn't have to throw 30 times a game. And no. most of the time he didn't. No. In fact, you don't really want him to throw that many times. It's that's not that's not a fault to him. It's because not a fault at all because of a of an absolute sinister running game. Yeah. In Frisco. Yeah. yeah. So you got yeah, you gotta run to the strength, and the strength of the 49ers was the running game. It was the running game. So when you have that and you have the QB in place, all you have to tell the QB is make a couple plays in the air. Other than that, just keep our offense on time and have the running game stand out. You go back to 2019, there were two occasions where he threw for 400 yards. Mm-hmm. And both. And both and won them both. Mm-hmm. Against the Saints and against the Cardinals. Yeah. One, so that's, one in New Orleans, one in Santa Clara. And that's why I say that it's, it's, not, a, it's not a slight to him. It's, okay. I'd say it's to any quarterback. Yeah. You you know have don't have all of the weight of the team's offense to operate and succeed on the arm and the brain of the quarterback because you will see that over time it will wear down and you it wear you out. Are you listening to me, Josh Allen? Are you listening to me, Justin Herbert? Let's take a break. When we come back, the result of the Jimmy G deal in San Francisco. A stopgap is in place until Purdy gets healthy. With Cole Johnson, this is the snowman. This is Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. We're back in a flash. This is Snowman in the Morning. There's a 100% chance of a laugh thunderstorm. Four men with different viewpoints take a movie, show, or documentary and review it uncensored, unfiltered, uncompromised. With no holds barred. Join BS3, Wilkes, King Doc, and HRAP B as they take on Hollywood their own way. BS3 Network proudly presents The Forecast, where HRAP B always predicts. If I owe you something, I ain't got it. And if you need it, get it from God. Live every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Central. Check your local listings for your viewing and listening pleasure. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. 
Smarter than energy. Are you waking up in the morning with a sore jaw, headaches, maybe even ringing in your ears, all because you're grinding and clenching your teeth at night? That's exactly what was going on with me. That's when I found this, the Brux Night Guard. Now the Brux Night Guard redirects the bite force away from the back teeth, reducing jaw pain while still protecting the teeth. This unique design is what makes Brux Night Guard different from all other traditional grind guards. Go to BruxNightGuard.com and order yours today. SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the high five strangers guy. Game-winning interception. First down. Just a nice, solid tackle. If you're in arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best, smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and we'll even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor or CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Because we take this job so serious. Man, I went home yes. that day and talked to my <laughs> wife, Vicky. And Vicky was like, what's wrong with you? You pissed off? Yeah, I got this part that I'm working with back in the radio station. Man. The Negro be lying. What in the all types of blue hell? Yes, it's Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. And I wasn't lying that day. Negro be lying. Oh my gosh. Chris Space is a treasure. Uh, I will keep saying it. Chris Space is a legend. Yes, yes, he is. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Snowman of the Morning with Cole Johnson. The dynamic duo is here. We've got folks in the Fanatics feedback zone. Mm-hmm. And Vicola. <laughs> oh, Lord. You know that's you know that's stuck now. Yes, yeah, because almost every, every uh, almost every fanatic feedbacks on regular now refers to Victor as Vicala. <laughs> and I oh playfully say it's your fault. <laughs> I playfully say it's your fault. Oh my gosh! Look at the screen, son. Look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! I played, that, I played that dueling elements segment, and my I played it. I played it for my wife, and she just simply said, "Y'all are crazy." <laughs> I said, "Baby, it was." I said, "Baby, it was Wednesday." She says, "I get that." <laughs> Even for Wednesday, we were crazy. Okay. She, she says, "I get that," and I know why. 
you guys were doing that, but y'all are nuts. <laughs> oh to the my point goodness. where some people at her job try to tune in. Tried? Tried to tune in? When they get a chance. Oh, okay. When they get a chance. When they get a chance. Uh, so with Garoppolo gone, mm-hmm. that makes room for somebody else. Sam Darnold is now a 49er. Come on down. I will explain exactly what this is. It's a stopgap. Yeah, so, I, I'm, I'm going to consider him to be the starter, and I don't think he got him for that reason. Yeah, one. I don't think they got him for that they reason. They pushed their chips all the way to the middle of the table with one Brock Purdy. He had that's, who, that's who's the guy. Mm-hmm. He had his surgery. They had to wait forty days for the swelling to go down, and right. you wanted and you wanted done right. Yeah, you absolutely wanted done right. Yeah. So, so more than likely, he won't be playing this season. More than likely, I'm not gonna say he won't, but more than likely, he won't. Well, the reports say uh, he he might be ready to go week one, but I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. And that's I doubt why it too. Donald is here. Yeah. That's why Sam Donald is in Frisco. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a statement that's going to, I don't know, wrinkle a lot of people and twist them up in a pretzel. Watch how Sam okay. Donald runs in this offense. So you actually are positive in how Donald will contribute to this offense. And I'm not going to say why you would say that. Mm-hmm. See, because... Um, how you how, how we've hmm. I mean yeah I mean for God's sakes he was stuck in he was mired in mediocrity with the New York oh. Jets and yeah and not and, to and mention they, they had no idea what to do with the Panthers yeah thank you thank you now you put Sam Donald in an offense that actually has a running game that actually has targets for him to throw to Debo Samuel Brandon Nayuk and of course George the Animal Kittle. And don't forget, there's Christian McCaffrey out the backfield. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold finally has something he didn't have in New York, and he certainly didn't have in Carolina. Yeah, weapons. weapons. And many many are understanding this is how Kyle Shanahan's offense runs. Uh, but before he was the before he was doing this with the Four Nations head coach, before he was doing this as the offense coordinator for the Falcons, yes, I know twenty eight to three. Uh, <laughs> he was the he 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 was the quarterbacks coach and then offense coordinator of the Texans, and and he also spent some time in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. He did, and you saw then how he would be. It was it was. It was an offense designed by, yes, it's West Coast, but it, it leans more toward a run-heavy type of system where Here's it really else. is meant to protect the quarterback and not necessarily the flaws, but basically to protect him from not having to have all the weight of the game on his shoulders and make and make the game easy for him to operate where it's like, okay, so I know we're in a rhythm and we get into a rhythm with the running game. We'll get into the rhythm with bootlegs and we get to the rhythm with play action. Mm-hmm. All, all basically to help the quarterback flow in the offense and, of course, to keep the defense off uh, off guard and, and on their toes. 
Ryan McCarthy joins us as good morning snow crew. Darnold was handcuffed by a lack of talent around him and a terrible offensive line and Adam Gates. That's so true. He was also handcuffed in Carolina. Same thing. But look what he has now in San Francisco. You say Adam Gates, uh, Ryan? Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe there's a guy who had a little deer in headlights look when he was getting interviewed. Oh, no, I'm getting introduced to the head coach. I'm like, really? Folks, in case you missed it just a moment ago, this was the this was the look. And I'm going to give Cole the camera for a few seconds. This was the look that Adam Gase showed when he was introduced as the coach. <laughs> I'm like, are you scared or something? I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh my lord. Yeah, so Sam Sam Darnold actually has weapons, he has a running game, he has targets to throw to, and he has the most Thanks. important thing. Mm-hmm. For him to succeed, an offensive line. It's gonna. He's probably gonna think that he went back to school. It took took a trip back in the time, and he's back at uh, USC. USC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and that, and that and, and <laughs> deer in the headlights. Look, it's gonna be a meme. Cold Lord. Yeah, it is gonna be called the Adam Gase. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he I, I and here's the messed up part, Ryan. I knew that he was he was labeled the quarterback whisperer when he was the offensive coordinator of the Broncos when Peyton Manning went to the two Super Bowls and got them the ring. And I'm like, no, you're not. No. And and and, and from the strength of the strength of of that title and that time he he got the head coach a job with the Jets. I don't think about the time he was with the Broncos. I don't think about the time that he was the head coach of the Jets. I just think about that press conference introducing him, and he'll forever be the guy that had deer in the headlights look on his face. I'm like, really? One more you time, grown man. the meme. How can a grown man look like this? Wait, 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 wait. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Ryan McCoffee again. And he was given a recommendation by Peyton Manning. That's two times Manning screwed. <laughs> Not two times. The first was when he chose the Broncos over the Jets. <laughs> Gee, Ryan, are you harboring some feelings now? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they're validated, yes. <laughs> he said that's two times. Manning screwed, Peyton Manning screwed the Jets. With the Jets. Oh, my Lord. But yeah, Sam Darnold. I can't even continue. Sam Darnold actually has 
a team around him. Oh, Lord. Here we go. And that's why I'm in therapy, fellas. <laughs> oh, no. Not Mark Sanchez. Not, not Mike Mark Sanchez. No. Not Mike White. The not Zach. Not, yeah. not Sam Darnold. Not Zach Wilson. Not, not Zach Sam Darnold. No. Not even Todd Bowles' first head coaching position. Not Richard Todd. Not, not Richard Kendall Todd. Bryan. Not, not Bowles. Not, not Philly Tessaverde. Not the first year of Keyshawn Johnson when he when he wrote the book. Just give me the D ball. No, none of those. <laughs> not the fake spike. Not yeah, not the fake. in the Meadowlands. No, no, no. Uh, that's the Eagles. Not uh, Eagles. Midnight Miracle. Midnight Miracle. Not the Midnight yeah. Miracle. No, none of that. None of that. <laughs> Peyton Manning. Screwed the Jets, not once, but twice. That's why Ryan McCarthy is in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Not the fake. Go ahead. Not the yeah, fake spike. Not the rich coat tight, rich arrow. tight arrow. Oh, oh man. I totally forgot the rich coat tight arrow. Oh, my gosh. Not after Parcells left. Oh. Parcells had the Jets 30 minutes away from the Super Bowl in 1998. Oh. And, and and not uh not only uh Bill Belichick being the head coach of Jets for thirty minutes. <laughs> you lucky I didn't take a drink. <laughs> I resign as coach of the Jets <laughs> on a napkin. <laughs> How are you head coach for a team for like thirty minutes? I'm like that that's just foul. That shows you the Jets, the Jets, the Cowboys. The Panthers, the Lakers are all one thing, mired in mediocrity. Mm. Oh, my Lord. That's a good it's one. Sad that, yeah. <laughs> Not the face. I'm just reading that again. Not in the Bill Parsons. <laughs> you mentioned Rich Kotite. Now, you know a Jets fan is going through it when he mentions Rich mm. Kotite. Yeah, that is a true die-in-the-wool Jets fan. Yeah, if you mention Richie Kotite. Yeah. True Dyke in the Wolf Jazz fan. Yes. And that is Brian. <laughs> that is McCarthy. That is McCarthy. The Bears, too. Yeah, the Bears are too admired in mediocrity. I'll talk about them later. Oh, oh, oh. And Victor also Victor also said this. Uh, uh speaking of therapy, will there be another um let me see, hold on. He said, Will there be another one of uh let's see, where is we? Where is we? Where is where is where is we? Ah, there we go. Will there be another one of these? I will answer that question after the after the break. Yes. Oh, I, I, will, co- save, I will save Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green's podcast. And I have to li- I have to watch it to talk about it because I want to cool. see what happened. But Victor, I have two of them standing by. Oh, cut them experience times two. Times oh, two. All right. Okay. Remember, I lived with this company for two years. Yes, I, 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 plenty, I do. I, I have plenty. Oh, you have plenty of, of them. Okay. In fact. 
I'll unleash one after the break. Back in a flash. This is Snowman in the Morning. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Do you like pricking your fingers to test your blood sugar levels? No one does, but it's important to maintain your health. And now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you don't need to prick your fingers anymore. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. And if you have Medicare or most major insurance coverage, you may be able to get a new CGM at little to no out-of-pocket cost. Shipping is free and will even bill your insurance company for you. If you are testing your blood sugar three or more times daily, injecting insulin, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now to learn how to end the painful finger sticks and get your own continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, at little to no out-of-pocket cost. That's why we here on this platform. Marriage. A loving splendor. A daily grind. Such is the case when Damien and Jamie get together and chop it up. For marriage is real. Let's just lay it all out here. Let's just be real with it. Join this wonderful couple who keeps it real and always in love. BS3 Network proudly presents Marriage is Real. Where love is the only thing that matters live every Tuesday at 8.30 Central oh and Jamie has something to say deuces and trays SeatGeek is the ticketing app for fans like the high five strangers guy game winning interception first down just a nice, solid tackle. If you're an arm's length, you will be swapping skin with this extrovert. You see, he knows SeatGeek got him a great deal on tickets, so he can focus on what he does best, smacking palms. SeatGeek handles the tickets to sports, concerts, and more, so fans can fan. The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. And that, could, and that could imagine after a divorce, you just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be, full. I'm going to, these, <laughs> that's, that's the mentality you're going to have. <laughs> that's the mentality you're going to have. That's unfortunate, but you're right. And that's, and that's what it is. Like, you know what? I'm going to do all these dirty. And that's not saying that's, that's mm-hmm. not, but that's, that's the, right. that person when you go through something like that, that's the mentality you, you're yep. going in with. Like, I don't give a about these it's wrong. And that was something that happened. Yes. It's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. See, mm-hmm. see, my partner can curse, so I will do it for him. <laughs> he can, but he chooses not to curse. But I, I choose to, so I will do it for him. Yeah, f- these b- that was the mentality. 
but you're right. It, it, yes. You want to see more of that? A show that is for men, about men, and directed toward men. That is mentality. Mondays on the YouTube channel, Comey Media Incorporated. We Rise TV YouTube channel. Snowman Multimedia YouTube channel. And now you can see it Thursdays, 5 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Uh, 5, p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central on the Base Street Network via Roku TV. When your boy wise is your, your boy wise is wildin', <laughs> and I mean, it's he not the perfect. He explained the perfect attitude, and it's a true. Um, he did, he did. And, and yesterday's episode, excellente, my friend. Excellente. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> That's why I'm going to repeat it uh, Wednesday. I'm going to nice. I'm going to start repeating it Wednesdays on the YouTube channel. All right. It ain't Wednesday, it's Tuesday, but I've got a treat for you guys. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 time out, time out, time out. Yes. We're not talking about Mr. Hell no. Thank the Lord. We teased it it before the break. Okay, yes. I I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, here's the first one, and it involves a trip to Raggedy Field. Why do you have to call it Raggedy Field? Have you seen that joint? Well, I mean, I've seen it, and I can understand. I mean, the building's over a century old. I get it. And they're trying to... Give me this, camera. My lone trip to rig to Raggedy Field to see a Cubs game was in 1998. And all I got to say is, thank God I was in a suite that night. I was with my ex-wife. Oh, Lord. No wonder why you didn't like that trip. I, yeah, you get it. Thank <laughs> you. I was talked into being at this Cubs game. Mm-mm-mm. They were sitting out in the July air. Oh, what an experience! I stayed my ass in the suite with all the food and drink. Brats, dogs, burgers, chips, beer. Not beer. More beer. Not beer. Burr. Burr. All the burr I could drink. <laughs> and they had some hard liquor in there, too. So I sampled that. <laughs> Victor knows it's raggedy. He's been with me, unfortunately. <laughs> he says, it's raggedy, Cole. It's very raggedy. <laughs> I subjected Victor to a high school game at Raggedy Field. I will never do that again. Anyway. Mm-hmm. My ex comes in the booth. And I'm chilling. I'm not even watching the game. I give two blanks about the Cubs. Mm-hmm. You need to come out and experience this with us. Fine. I go out for a second and there are flies all over the place. I retreated right back in the booth. 
Now remember, Raggedy Field once upon a time was known as the world's largest beer garden. Right. And it's even larger given the fact that they actually installed video boards in left and right field trying to improve the joint when you need to just blow the bitch up and start again. Wow. It's an institution. Says you. <laughs> That's like LeBron supposedly elevating Mario Chalmers' career, which we know was a lie, but I digress because it ain't Wednesday. It's where Harry Carey almost fell to the stands when trying to do trying to lead the the, the, the whole faithful in the seventh inning stretch. <laughs> Every damn time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Every damn time. <laughs> okay, so why is this experience so bad though? You mean before and at before or after my ex came in the booth and tried to get me to sit outside? Okay, both. The time that she got me to sat sit outside? The seventh inning stretch oh my lord these people were getting into it I'm a native southsider so I couldn't stomach it <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't. <laughs> Why is this experience so bad? A, because it's Raggedy Field. B, my ex was involved. Mm -hmm. C, I got bribed with food and drink to come to Raggedy Field. And D, they were playing the Montreal Expos. <sighs> Now the Washington Nationals. <sighs> they, were playing the, they were playing the Montreal Expos. And of course, everybody in the stands stood up when, when Sammy Sosa was coming to the plate. And he went 0 for 4 in that game. Thank mm -hmm. the Lord. Wow. And I say thank the Lord because had he hit a home run in that game, Rick, Raggedy Field would have crumbled. <clears throat> Oh, 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 oh. Set the stage even further. Of course, 1998 was the, the big-time home run chase year. Yes. I'm like, never again. Of course, the Cubs, of course the Cubs won that game, so everybody's celebrating with more bear. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Victor. Yeah. Corky <laughs> Sosa, Victor. Corky Sosa. Corky Sosa, trash. I'll end this part of the Cubdom experience by saying that by, by oh saying my. the following. Oh my gosh. Dear Lord in heaven, never let me experience a live game at Raggedy Field ever again. Wow. Ever. That's the first edition of the Cubdom experience. Wow. That said to the lord don't ever have me experience another one again wow
take us to the top of the hour with another one. Why I said it best. The roommate I lived with for two long, awful, godforsaken years was clingy as all get out. That's a whole relationship. And he acted like it. <laughs> he tried every trick in the book to get me to go with them to Raggedy Field for a cup game, and I wasn't having it. Foul plays, you cold, bro. <laughs> Are the seats so old that nobody over five it can fit in them? <laughs> FP, I'll answer your question this way. I am six feet five inches tall. I tried sitting in the seat to call a game because they wouldn't put us in the press box. I hurt for the next 48 hours. Does that answer your question? Mm-mm-mm. But the roommate who was a big time Cub fan, God help us, mm-hmm. was clingy. Clingy? Clingy. Okay, so how clingy was he? As I mentioned, he tried every trick in the book to get me to go to a Cubs game, and I wasn't having it. Oh, I thought you would enjoy the experience of seeing the Cubs lose. I mean, because let, let's be honest. I can do that on WGN. The, the, the Cubs the Cubs were re- relatively horrible for most of the time we've been alive. Yeah, they suck. Mm-hmm. And he, he said he tried to, he tried. He tried to bribe me with food and drink, which... Given this blankety blank bleep 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 of a roommate, I would have to pay for myself when we got to the stadium. No, thank you. Well, that is a deterrent. I can see that. That is a huge deterrent. He went to the game. I stayed home. I knew I'd have to play possum so he wouldn't knock on my door. I get an alert on my phone. That the Cubs won the game. I unleashed every cuss word I could think of. No, I'm like, no, don't tell me they won. Dear God. I actually started crying that night. What? Oh, Lord. Because I knew what was going to happen. He was going to be drunk off his rear end. He was going to come in celebrating with more liquor. And he's going to wake me up. Before you go, go. I'm sorry, my bad. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, all this. (laughs) All this. That's a drop now. You know that. (laughs) So sure enough. 2.30 in the morning before I had to get up and go to the gym for my workout and do my show. 2.30 in the morning. 2.30? What the heck? Why that time of day? The game ended at 10.15. He stayed out to celebrate with his so-called friends. And I say so-called because I'm thinking, why are you friends with him? 
And this isn't like the playoffs with Debbie won the World Series. They didn't get to 2016. This was August. 2014. Mm. Mm. I knew what was going to happen. I just knew it. (laughs) Have you ever been so frightened of a situation that you predicted was going to happen that you couldn't do anything? You couldn't say anything. You're shaking in you. You are gentle. You are you are literally shaking in your boots. Or in my case, I'm shaking in my pair of Nike high tops. It is it, it is it is more painful when you predict something to happen and you actually see it as you prophesied it to be. Yeah. I, I mean, if it, if it's a bad thing, yeah. I wish you had that 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 censored sound. I wish hell. I wish I had it. Because when I found out they won, I'm like, oh, hell. Here it All right. Let it roll. I got you. When I got the alert that the Cubs won, I went, oh, I know. I know what's going to happen. So I tried to play possum. Tried. I had a good night. The White Sox won. Watched a little football. I actually cooked dinner for myself without that some cheating it. <laughs> oh, wow. Not without a meaning. Oh, 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 like what foul player said earlier. You see, he was so clean that he needed bounce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then the look that Brian gave is like, uh, you don't know the half. <laughs> FP <laughs> on the money. <laughs> FP, it was worse. Oh man, I'm a man. I'm loving you, five players, man. Keep them rolling, bro. <laughs> Keep them coming, y'all. Keep them all coming. Then he gets home at two thirty in the morning. I finally got to sleep. Good. Didn't last long. It didn't. What happened? He banged into my door, opened it, drunk off his ass. Oh Lord! Sat on my bed and chatted his ass off for ninety minutes. Bitch, are you for real? I wish I was making this up. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes that I'll never get back. Bitch, please. I couldn't sleep again. You for real. About as real as a heart attack. <laughs> Talking about how fun it was to be at Raggedy Field, talking about how great it was to be at Raggedy Field, and my brain is thinking, are you out of your fucking mind? She. Exactly. Like I said, I had a great night until that happened. Every football Every piece of football that I watched, out the window. 
Here's the kicker. I couldn't fall back to sleep. I had just settled down. Mm-hmm. I was good. I was. You get in that mode. You find that one spot, and 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 you're like, you're out. Mm-hmm. You're out. And you're thinking nothing can wake you up. Nothing. Then he showed up. Oh, by the way, I had locked my bedroom door. Locked it twice. You got the bleep ready? Uh, yes, sir. You know, this raggedy mother... Picked the lock. Came in. Sat on the bed, drunk off his ass. And 19 minutes went by before he finally said, Oh, I'm going to go to bed now. And stumbled out of my room. Hell no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. 90 minutes. He talked my ear off about how great Raggedy Field is. Not how great it is. 90 minutes. I didn't say a word. I couldn't say a word. Because if I said a word to him, that would elicit a response, and I didn't want to talk to this dude. It's written all over your face. And you don't have to say a word. (laughs) I I couldn't sleep again that night. Here's the kicker. I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get my day started. 4.30 in the morning, about an hour before I'm supposed to go work out, I didn't work out that day. Why? I hung out in Dunkin' Donuts and filled myself up with coffee! She... I had three... Large iced coffee mochas. Three. I'm, I'm sure when your roommate uh, barged in, picked your lock, and taught you every 90 minutes with the stuff he was saying, I'm sure you were just channeling Samuel Jackson all them 90 minutes. I don't long. remember asking you a thing. Yes. <laughs> And there's no way, no way in hell I would have said to him, oh, you were finished. Well, allow me to to retort. (laughs) Because if I retorted, I would have never gotten up. And and, and the kicker was, I I peeked in on him. He was sound asleep. Of course. (laughs) Get get, Get the bleep ready, please. All right, give me a sec and go. I said, you stupid raggedy. You woke me up and now I can't go back to sleep. You stupid incompetent. You ignorant.
I filled myself up with coffee. I drank coffee most of the day. I didn't even work out. And when I crashed, I crashed in a hotel away from him so I can actually sleep. This guy's more clingy than bounce or any dryer sheet that you use of your choice. And believe me, I'll have one to close out the show that y'all ain't gonna believe. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> More bats, tuning outs. <laughs> <laughs> 